This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with musician Liz Longley in town for a concert. Welcome to uh, Valley Views, Liz. Thank you so much for having me. You held your concert last night. Uh, I was involved with another concert. I'm sorry I missed it, but I heard great things. It was so much fun. This is my first time in Westcliff, and it just exceeded all expectations. Bob is a good host. so uh, An amazing host, and the space is gorgeous. Very true. It's nice to have a few musicians in the queue here on Valley Views. It's been a long dry spell with COVID. You're based in Nashville, but you're from Pennsylvania. How did you find Nashville? It's a, it's a logical musical town, I know. Yes, I felt like I had three options when I graduated from college and decided I needed to plant myself somewhere, a good place to tour out of. And L.A. just wasn't my scene, and so I tried New York first. It was closest to home. I lasted all of three months until I moved to Nashville and realized that was the perfect place to kind of settle into a town and team up with other musicians, and it was more affordable and more central. So I've been there now since 2011. And Nashville has hit its stride, too. There's a ton of people there. Oh, yeah. It used to be pretty sleepy, I know. Yeah, it's grown. I mean, even since I've been there, it's just exploded. So how would you describe your sound and your music, and who are your musical influences? Gosh, I grew up listening to so many different kinds of music. My dad was a jazz musician. My mom listened to country music all the time. And they both loved singer-songwriters like Joni Mitchell and Paul Simon, James Taylor. And that's really what I gravitated toward. So I consider myself Americana singer-songwriter. And I, I still listen to all those things and hope that it influences me so that I can have diversity in my songwriting so that my shows are interesting. Those names are, of course, well-known, and uh, if you mirror some of those, you're liable to have some fans out there. <laughs> now, you're a Berkeley School of Music grad. What was the most important part about that experience? For me, what, what led me there was the desire to become a better songwriter. I knew I loved to sing. That was my strength when I, when I got into the school, but I wanted so badly to learn the craft of songwriting, and there was so much to it that I did not understand. So I spent four years geeking out on songs, how they come to be, tools on making them better, and just trying to hone that craft. So that was my big takeaway. And honestly, when I graduated, I felt like there was still so much more to learn, and I just was hungry to learn more. So an amazing school. I feel very lucky to have attended. Was Livingston Taylor on the faculty when you were there? He sure was, and he was one of my professors and took me on tour for many years. So I've been in his tiny plane in the sky and sharing the big stage with him on the ground. I remember when his Boxcar album came out. Uh, it was the self-titled album. Uh-huh. That was a big thing because his brother yeah. James was uh, hitting his stride, but people back there in, in college would say, oh, James is good, but oh, you ought to hear Livingston. Mm -hmm. And he still is one of my favorite uh, songwriters. Yeah, and he's still touring and teaching at Berkeley, and yeah, I learned a lot from him. I've never met him. What kind of a person is he? He is like no one I've ever met before. He is brilliant and passionate about what he knows. And it's interesting, most of, you know, we talk music, but then he's interested in flying and planes and he can geek out on so many things that he's, he learned along the way. So <laughs> he's quite a character. That's good. Now, 
in 2020, you put out several releases, I understand. Yes. Tell us about those. Yeah. So um, my latest full-length record is called Funeral for My Past. It was recorded in 2018, and I handed it into my record label at the time. And long story short, it became obvious that I was going to have to buy it back in order to release it. So in 2019, I launched a Kickstarter to buy this record back. And in 2020, it, it was finally going to come out. And even a pandemic couldn't hold me back from releasing it. So I released that from my living room. And then I also made a Christmas record last year. In July, I finished writing a bunch of Christmas songs and went into the studio and tried to get in the spirit in some of the darkest times. So, <laughs> so funeral for my past that you raised money for, you raised $150,000 Kickstarter. That's a huge amount. Yes, it absolutely changed my life. And because of it, I was able to release three different records. And uh, it was uh, th- my, what was it, 1,302 supporters um, made me the fourth most funded solo female musician in Kickstarter history. Congratulations on that. Thank you. You're a guitar player. I am. Guitar influences. Oh, you know, I you know I was thinking about this the other day. Actually, my biggest guitar influence is a teacher that I had at Berkeley. She sat me down one day and said that um, she wanted me to try acrylic nails, much like James Taylor has um, for finger picking, and I thought that was crazy and high maintenance as a guitar player. It was not something I was interested in doing, and so she said, "Well, I'm not going to teach you a lesson until you come back here with acrylic nails on." So I got it done finally, and it completely changed the way I play guitar. And now, um, I guess other than that, though, I, I do hear a lot of Joni Mitchell rhythms that I try to include in my songs that are just a part of what I listened to growing up. Let me ask a few things about your past, kind of uh, quick hit questions. Sure. Best concerts you've ever seen? Oh, my gosh. Gosh. Okay, at New Orleans Jazz Fest. I saw an incredible show um, by Trombone Shorty, and it was epic. <laughs> I lived in New Orleans a short time. I'm, I'm a fan of that kind of music. A couple of your favorite CDs of all time. Paula Cole, This Fire, Joni Mitchell's Blue, The Weepies, Say I Am You. Those are my top three, probably. Okay. And advice that you'd give to up-and-comers... People who are interested in trying to make a living at this, be, being serious about it. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I see uh, in people that are so talented but haven't gotten off the ground is just a hesitancy to get out there and that waiting to be perfect, waiting till they're ready. And I was lucky that I just kind of got out there before I was ready, and that's how you learn. So I would say don't wait to get out there. Just start doing it. So what's the best musical advice that you've gotten either on recording or playing or touring or just being in the business? Man, I've been really lucky to have a lot of teachers along the way. But I think the biggest thing musically and in the business as an entrepreneur, you know, basically you're running your own business and creating all of your all of your songs are vehicles to connect to people. I think the main thing, although it's cliche, is to stay true to yourself. And it's a lot harder than it sounds. Um, There are so many outside forces in the music industry, whether that be management, a label, people on the internet. So um, staying true to yourself is, is, should be the number one goal, I think. Okay, that's fair. So if you could invite three to four pickers or singers, living or dead, for the jam session of the century in your living room, who might that include? Joni Mitchell, Aretha Franklin, and Dolly Parton. 
Okay, that's a powerful trio right there. So uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about your tour dates. You look like you're all over the map. I see dates in uh, Virginia, New Hampshire, New York, Alabama, Tennessee. On September 30th, you're going to be at McGonagall's Monkey Duck in Houston, one Mm -hmm. of uh, our favorite clubs. How does that all get put together? Well, I used to book all my own shows, and uh, it's quite uh, quite a task when you want to play as much as I do. But I'm really lucky to have an agent in Nashville who's now a dear friend, and uh, he works hard to get me to all the places that I want to be. So we kind of map it out and say, hey, I think January I want to be in Florida. Obviously, I want to escape the snow of the Northeast, and we just kind of make it up as we go. So what are a few dates that you're looking forward to? Yeah. Well, my fall is really starting to look fun. In October, I'll be playing a show in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and in Georgia, one of my favorite venues, uh, Eddie's Attic. It's got a lot of history on those oh, walls. We, we played at Eddie's Attic in yeah. Decatur. Yeah, that's, yes. That's a, that's a nice spot. What, yes. what else? Well, in November, I'm going to be doing a huge Northeastern tour in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Maine, Connecticut, New York, Virginia. North Carolina. It goes on and on. So I'm really going to try to make up for lost time after 2020. That's great. It's been fun visiting, but we should probably get a song in before we run out of time. How about playing us a song? Uh, tell us a little bit about what, what you're going to play. This is a song I wrote many years ago when I was dating someone who dealt with a lot of depression and I couldn't fix it. And that was a really hard thing to not be able to fix when my person was hurting. So I wrote this song and, uh, you know, mostly it's a song about compassion, which feels more important now than ever. This is called When You've Got Trouble. You've been kicking in your sleep, tossing and turning. And I know you'd be lying if you told me you were fine. And you've been screaming in your head, swallowing the words that I know you would have said if you would just breathe. Oh, my heart. Is tangled all around you When you've got trouble, I've got trouble too Oh, my life is arm in arm with you When you've got trouble, I've got trouble too So as I go or I'll sing you a song that I know that you know it goes my heart is tangled all around you when you've got trouble I've got trouble too oh my life is arm in arm with you when you 
Liz Longley, When You've Got Trouble, beautiful, channeling Joni Mitchell, just as promised. Liz, thanks for uh, stopping in. Thank you so much for having me. We've been visiting with traveling musician Liz Longley from Nashville, Tennessee, in town for a concert. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 